Oh, today I was inspired by a quote and I'm talking about how I'm not, actually, I know where I started on this quote and how I transitioned in the quote to inevitably what I am now. Um, but that does not come without a lot of sacrifice and, and embarrassment. <laughs> I'll just say, if you want to venture into entrepreneurship, um, it's such a wild and crazy ride of disappointment, of, of change, of crazy. It's, it's insane. It really is the craziest thing I've ever done. Um, if you want to venture into that, I would recommend against recording your thought process and your mindset every single day. I, I would recommend against that. But in case you're into that, that actually exists. That's what this show is. It's that adventure recording every single day. And I would say it's crazy for this reason. As I'm reviewing this this one quote that I found, I'm realizing that I very much started in the other, on the other side of this quote. And I, I just, I didn't believe I wasn't willing to put myself out there. I wasn't willing to say what I wanted. I wasn't willing to bank on myself. I just wasn't willing to do any of those things. And the result of that was me staying in this safe, secure place and never trying anything and, and basically like hating my life and hating everyone who was trying forever because I wasn't willing to. <laughs> and now I feel like I've built myself up to the place where I stopped passing the ball and expecting someone else to endorse and encourage me because I'm the one who has to do that. And I have to be willing to endorse and encourage myself to go after these things that I want. Let's go. Hey, you're on this journey, on this season five vibe and everything season five, as I'm forecasting what it will look like, is all about settling into the being, the knowing, transitioning from believing to knowing and fine tune correcting what that looks like and just living. And we started out this show, you know, really thinking that this was going to happen overnight. And one of my greatest accomplishments of all of this will be just continuing on and showing an example, a real life example of what it looks like to turn your life around. And so if you're just happening upon this show in season five, you should know there are four other seasons that have followed me on this journey this journey of turning my life around, this journey of finally getting to this place where I wasn't angry and spiteful and hateful and ego-driven. It really follows all of that. 
So you can go back to the start. What I will caution you is that it is unedited and pure and raw. And I was still very much in that ego hate phase of my life. And it's all lived out loud. And this whole journey has been lived out loud in truth. So you will hear me venturing into businesses that if you follow the link that I am promising you will be there, you will end up lost. You are not going to get there. Just know that. Um, but it's, it's all about that journey. It was real. It was real right then. That business I was developing, that program, that course, that whatever, it was real and this is all real. This is me living my life out loud so we can all do our dreams. Heyo, welcome to the Death of a Dream podcast where we do dreams and part of doing dreams is believing slash knowing because it's a step. It's a stair step. Um, knowing that you're going to accomplish the things, knowing that this is where you're supposed to be, knowing and trusting that it's all going to work out. Okay. Um, so my great thing is Um, uh, mm, fall reveal. Tra-la. So this was, I don't, we didn't do a fall reveal last year. So this was our first fall reveal and I've gotten quicker at reveals. And when I say quicker, I mean, it takes me about, um, Well, we're getting our new system, but to load all of the new product, it probably takes me about, um, it takes me a lot of days right now because we need some improvements, but um, to... to load and be ready for a reveal it it takes a while and so friday night i knew that i had more to do i still have more brands to load and get tagged and there's just a lot of work that needs to be done always um, but specifically in converting to this new system because i do not want to keep paying for two systems. Come on, we can't. More than we can't. Why would we? Why would we do that? And so I, yeah, I worked to figure that out. And I got one of my biggest brands loaded and that took straight eight hours. I mean, it was, it was a haul. And I think through that, you know, you learn so many improvements and efficiencies that need to be added um, to that work. So I feel great that I was ready to do that, that I actually did it because that's how I learned best. And 
then I decided, ah, Friday night, you know, I need to work more, but I'm going to just go enjoy my kids, you know, being in this thing and try to enjoy my time. And that meant that I got to wake up at 3 a.m. the next day and go in and reset the shop. And proudly, it only took from 4 a.m. to um, about 9 a.m. to reset the entire shop and to get it ready to open. And I did not at any point feel like, oh, we're not going to get this done. And every time that I've done it, I have felt that. So to not feel that this time, to feel like I had ample time. And if you're not a morning person, you're probably going, whoa, 3am, you've gone crazy. You're working way too hard. Oh my gosh. And fine. All those things. But I'm a morning person. 3am is better to me than staying up late. Like I can't do it. I don't have the same amount of energy. And yeah, I didn't feel tired at all this weekend. That's when I wake up anyways. So on Sunday, Sunday is my one day um, that I don't set an alarm, that I let myself just sleep into whatever. And sometimes Saturdays are that too, if we don't have anything going on. But for the most part, Sunday is my one day that I try to reserve for family fun. And I didn't get to do that, but probably because I did not do the things that I, I didn't get to do that yesterday, but only probably because I did not continue working on Friday. I could have been a lot more ahead than I was and it's all good. We'll get there, you know? Um, but I felt really great that I'm getting quicker at that. This is one of the extremely important parts of what we do in keeping the shop interesting and keeping it shoppable. Like reveals are a big deal. And so many people showed up Saturday excited for the reveal, understanding what that means and what that is, ready to shop for the products that we had sort of been sneak peeking all week. And I don't know, you know, call me crazy, but there we were, there we were doing things. It's very exciting. Um, yeah. And the shop looks beautiful. And, uh, now we're at a point where we have years of data to compare current data trends to past year data trends. So I am a statistics person. I did not like math, but everything about statistics was exciting and fun for me. This is why I am a business strategist at heart. Um, you know, I did the more fun side of business strategy, which was public relations and marketing. And then I realized there's an analytical side and I love analytics. I love how numbers are so very important in communicating where you're going and how you're going to get there and that there's a way to project what that is. And so being able to sit down and say, this is where we're going. We want to see this type of growth. Um, it's really exciting. It is. And that's, that's, um, you know, that's the power 
of creating a brand that shops and sells well. That's the power of obviously what local brings to things. And it's just, just, it's powerful stuff. And still obviously figuring out things, but to see month over month, this is our first time comparing, I would say we beat last September. So September 22, um, by about $1,500, which is a big increase in growth. Um, and we want to see that every single month. So it'll be interesting to keep seeing where we're going. I think, you know, my promise to our brands is that now that we're shoppable online and we've already seen the impact of that, um, with one of our brands, now that we're shoppable online, let's see how far local can spread. And we're already starting to see that. And it's very exciting. It really is. Um, so excited to keep seeing that happen and to have a clear CTA for our marketing without having that online component that handoff is sticky. And we know when those handoffs are sticky, we know that barrier transaction hurts us because where do you shop most? The place that it is easiest. Why do you think there's a buy right now button? Why do you think that there's a add to cart, pay now, get this done? Because that's how we want to shop. We want it to be convenient. We want to check that off of our list. And so having that option, yes, we have the physical component where you can still enjoy the whimsy and wonder of shopping in a physical space, right? Enjoying and having a day. And now we have the online convenience of shopping from your home and being able to get something quickly and conveniently and being able to check it off of your list. And so got to try that out with a bigger brand this weekend, got to see how the, um, checkout system worked. And now it's like, okay, we only have a couple more brands to load. Let's knock that baby out. Of course, I'm like, somehow all of my stuff that was supposed to be here for da, 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 the reveal. Um, yeah, it got back ordered. <laughs> so it's not here. And hopefully it'll be here today. Um, but I think that'll add to the excitement that will add, I don't, there's, there's nothing I can do. And I love that most about running a small business is just being able to make human decisions based on what I'm seeing. And the fact that other people value and understand that too. There was no one that came in Saturday, like, wait, what? You don't have the thing that you promoted that you would have. I was like, man, I'm so sorry. Trust me. I want to, like, I want to, I want to sell you the sweatshirt just as bad as you want to buy it. Believe me, maybe worse. Um, but it's not here today, but it will be on Monday. And nobody was like, wait, what? Burn, burn all the bridges. No, people were still excited. Okay, great. Yeah, just give me a call. And that's the benefit of being small and being in a small place where people understand that stuff happens. So I have a ton of inventory to load for myself. This will be the first time that I am tagging my inventory. So 
there will actually be a logo on the inside of the shirt that is not the shirt manufacturer. Um, it will be mine and I'm excited to do that and to see that. Um, that has been a growth goal of mine and we're gonna, we're gonna do that. It's gonna happen. Um, so yeah, that's my great thing. Just continuing to grow and learn. And we did a reveal and my windows y'all, if you don't follow me anywhere, but here I would recommend following my business page, which is local.shop.space on Instagram and Facebook and our windows. Mmm, they're delicious y'all. I can't, mm, I can't, I can't help it. It's delicious. It's amazing. It's, um, it's everything. It's everything. It's everything, right? That novelty marketing. I can't, it's just a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful part of being a brick and mortar it really is. And certainly you don't have to be, we could all just be online, make it our businesses work. Um, but I believe that brick and mortar is very important for a community to connect, especially small communities. And so it's, it's just vital. It's so very vital. And that's the work that we're doing. So that's my great thing. Go ahead and take time for yourself. Recognize yourself for your greatness. Okay. Uh, so today I, I saw a post or something, a quote that someone had said, there are like a million people out there with half the talent that you have that are just willing to promote and push themselves. And you are still sitting here. And I was thinking about that quote <laughs> And I was thinking, I'm not sure which one I am in this quote. There are days where I'm like, hey, you're awesome. Why aren't you promoting yourself better? You, you are so amazing. Let's keep putting stuff out there. Like you're good at this. Let's keep going. But then there are days where I'm like, I am just going to do it and I have no idea how to do it. And I'm going to, I, I know enough about myself that I know that I'll keep fighting and working until I figure out how to make it work. Period. That's all. This is what I have learned about myself. And so I feel like maybe I'm the other person who really isn't all that talented, um, but is willing to, and I know, right? We're not supposed to say that, but I feel like compared to so many other people who are in all the spaces that I am in, they are probably better, you know, probably better educated, for sure better educated. Like you are not talking, and you know this, right? You are not talking to some Ivy League professional here. You are talking to a self-taught junior college educated, you know, if, if we were marking it by some standard, loser. Like, that's, that's how 
a majority of the word would pro world would probably reference me. She has no reason. She has little background. But I believe, I truly believe in the importance of actually doing the thing. And that that's the best education that you can get. Sure, I could have gotten a ton of degrees. I watched a lot of my friends get a lot of degrees. And then come out to work in the real world and not know how to do that. Not know how to interact with people. Not know how to do anything but reference the books that they have been reading in school. And the research that they have gotten acquainted with. And those people are important too. But I can tell you that leaving college and working in retail for five more years after school... Um, better equipped me for when I got out into the real world. Because guess what I had to do? Deal with a lot of varied humans. Like a ton of different responses. And guess what? I just got a five-year degree in dealing with crazy humans. There is no realer world than the retail world to have to deal with people and their madness. Like, it was crazy how much I learned there and how quickly. Because you got to make sales. And in order to make sales, you have to know people and you have to be able to read people and you have to keep going even though maybe they're being difficult or or maybe they're being amazing and so we got to keep helping that person out and it's just like madness really but mostly madness in people assuming that they can learn that in a book somewhere go for it Be that person. Be that world-renowned, educated person. And there are plenty of spots for that person that are very important. But also, I just, I prefer the ones that have had to work for it. That's just me. You know? The ones that didn't just have that bed of connections and got whatever degree they could afford to get on their own paycheck and figured the world out by actively contributing and stumbling and and failing and falling and getting back up and you know that that victor's story that underdog story and i don't know i don't know y'all i don't know which one i am in that quote i would say that i am Mostly, probably the one with way less talent that just said, we're going to do this. You know? We're going to do this. And I say that all the time to my board. And I say that all the time to my brands that sell at the shop. Like, we're going to figure it out. It may be a little bit messy. Right? We may... Um, stumble. We may not get the response that we want, 
but we'll keep showing up and trying and trying to figure that out and, and, and working to figure that out. We will. We won't stop until we get it figured out. And I don't know, you know, whatever it is that, um, we want to do, no matter which side we're on, whether we're the person who just, who has all the talent and degrees and, and reason to do this, but won't do it. Or you're the person who has none of those and actually will do it. Whichever side you're on, that believing is the biggest part of it, right? Because believing leads to knowing. And, you know, once in a while people will ask me, well, what, I mean, how do you just, how do you just believe or how do you help people believe in what they're doing? And I don't think you can. You know, that's a that's a self-quest. They have to. I know that I said that to a boss at one point. Like, it's great that you believe in me. It's a problem I don't believe in myself. It's not enough for you to believe in me. I have to believe in myself. And that's what I'm working on. Because if I'm not willing to say those things even when other people are, then isn't that what's most important? Isn't that where we need to go and do the most work? And that is what I focused on. Like, why don't I? People say these things about me. People know these things about me and I do not know them about myself. I do not trust that I have that in me. I am not willing to stand out there for myself. And eventually, <laughs> we shifted, right? Because I started this show very much in the space of that quote of like, there are people with half the talent that go out and do these things, right? And I have all these credentials and I have important credentials that are important to me, which are like, real life working experience. And I think for a little while that was beaten down and out of me because I was going, well, you know, in this interview, this bro made fun of me for like confidently presenting my coaching experience as credible work experience and laughed at that. But I, it is. Listen, I will give you one challenge in this world and then I will up the ante a little bit. Go deal with teenage girls' parents. Go. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. You want an extra challenge? Go deal with teenage girls' parents at a private school. There you go. Oh, what? So tell me about your experience with dealing with extremely difficult and slightly crazy at times people. How are you going to handle that? Well, I handled it as a 20-year-old, right? <laughs> like, 
give me a challenge after that. Because I have never experienced anything quite as crazy as that experience. But that was just funny. That was laughable. Oh, that's not real. Anyone can do, like, no. Anyone can't do that. And they can't do it as well as I did. But I wasn't willing to, like, chalk that up as as credible and valuable experience because one person thought that that was funny experience, that that didn't really count. And, you know, whether it does or it doesn't, that's not really, do I think it counts? I think it does. I think it helped me grow a ton as a human. It helped me to really think through the importance of these things and my approach and just a ton of stuff. And, you know, you let people talk you out of your strength and your power enough. And I don't even know that people were saying that. I was just reading what they weren't saying, right? And that was worse. And I I don't think I deserve to be treated that way, but also... I'm so grateful that I was because it made me begin my journey on starting to understand that like you judging this sheet of paper and, and not seeing and valuing me and what I have accomplished isn't, doesn't determine my worth. I determine my worth. I decide and determine what is valuable experience to me. And instead of continuing to follow that track where I kept putting the the ball back to them, being like, okay, you tell me if I'm good enough now, eventually I got to the place, and it was only about a year ago, so about three years into the work, I eventually was like, whoa, (laughs) why do I keep passing the ball back to you to decide? Like, nope. I am, I am good enough and I am capable and I am going to go figure this out. And I am no longer the person who sits there immobile because I don't believe, right? That was the start of believing, which then led to the knowing. And it's not fear-free. Like, listen, (laughs) even once you get to the knowing, there are still those old habits of questioning that, of of wondering where it's all going to come from, of there's still those moments. And then there's this like wave of certainty that comes in and calms down those shaky moments. And it's very reassuring and, and wonderful. Um, still not fearless um, because I think fear has to be a part of it. We're always representing ourselves to the next thing that will scare us. No question. <laughs> and if you're not, you're stagnant, you're, you're stuck. And that becomes a problem too. While it is more comfortable, there is a lot of unease in that steadiness, 
You're like, oh, I'm comfortable, but you're constantly questioning, could I do more? Or you're constantly angry at the world because you're not doing more, because you feel stuck and you're not stuck. You could literally do one thing to start changing your life today, but what are you doing consistently? What are you willing to do, right? And so often we're stuck in in that that place on that side of the quote where we're going, oh, yeah, I couldn't do that. Here are all the reasons. I'm going to stay here. I'm going to stay in this impossible world. I'm going to, I'm going to stay because I don't, I don't really believe in myself, in my ability, in how I could do this, in how I could build this out. So I'm going to stay over here because at least it's comfortable and complaining is comfortable and hating your life is comfortable. It is because the other side of that is fixing your life and that's going to be extremely uncomfortable. You're going to suffer. You're going to have to figure things out. You're going to have to actually work. And most people don't want to do the work. We always want the result of the work, right? Like I want to build out this brand that expands well beyond me. But in order to do that, I'm, I'm going to have to start committing to the work. So what could I commit to today? What am I willing to commit to today? What am I willing to believe I could accomplish today? And like, it doesn't have to be hard, right? Like I started mine just recording a podcast in my office. And for three months straight, I just recorded audio that I never use because I didn't understand how to publish. (laughs) And I sent it out to people and I received negative feedback and people telling me like, do not do this podcast. Do not do this. I would not do this <laughs> from multiple close friends. Um, and instead of passing that buck off to them and being like, okay, yeah, you probably understand things better. I took it back and I said, you don't understand where I'm going and it's okay, but I'm going to do this. I don't care. I have no expectation for where this is going. And I am, I am doing this. And that was the first time and that was the first step. And that's where we all got to get to. If we want to change our lives, we have to be willing to do something that creates a new experience in order to shift that belief, the belief that you're not good enough, that it takes someone else's endorsement because it doesn't. You could change your life today. You have to be willing to do something, really anything consistently enough to start to shift that belief. And that's what it takes. As always, you're smart, you're strong, you're beautiful. What are you going to do? Change the world. Hey, I've enjoyed spending time with you and I cannot thank you enough for making what I do possible. If you want to continue to support the show and therefore continue the development of everything that we're doing here with the death of a dream and the development of local and all of the platforms that allow dreamers to do, you can go ahead and connect with us on socials at local shop space and connect with me on socials at Hannah Nuss. And 
I would love to see you there. Go ahead and check out all of our websites and everything that we do here. I would love you to do all of that, to like, share, and and comment on everything that we're doing. But bottom line, I, I just want you to do your dreams. And as long as you're going after the things that set your heart on fire, that's all that really matters. 